This is Work From Home, the podcast that helps you stay connected, productive and sane while working remotely. And today, listening, you are you are not alone in your remote work environment. Despite the new lockdown measures, we are here with you. And, uh, and in fact, there's three of us today. I'm Harry. I'm Alex. And I'm Ryan. There we go. It's a veritable party. Today, we're talking about an interesting one, which I feel just not disposed to to talk about particularly well so i'm interested in your take alex particularly as the as the as the baby of the group the topic is can young people thrive in a remote working world uh this is based on an article you found alex but what's it kind of all about because i think we've touched on this briefly in the past the idea that actually some of the younger generations you know new to the workforce less established in their careers are actually struggling to uh, kind of um adapt to, to to working from home more than we, we might expect. Yeah, and I think this applies to me in terms of age, but I think it also applies to Ryan, who's recently joined us, in terms of feeling your way through joining a company for the first time when it's purely remote. Yep. That's a separate thread to this and like its own, I think, very distinct thing. I know I felt it when we were a team of what, like three or four. So the sort of headline thing is that the pandemic has quashed what would be a traditional in-office hands-on learning experience that many younger or newer employees get. Yeah. So is that something that you can do or even try to recreate when everyone's stuck working at home? Yeah, it's something I've been really conscious of as an employer. You know, onboarding Ryan has been a really kind of interesting experience because, well, I mean, we're a remote company anyway, so you know, it's always going to be that way. And it certainly was with you, Alex. But I guess when you joined, we were a much smaller team, as you mentioned, and there was less work to be done, basically. And so it was more of a, it was kind of a slower onboarding process. It was kind of slow and steady, whereas Ryan, you're thrust into an already kind of established team. And uh, and from my perspective, I'd love to hear yours, but I found it really, or I'm finding it, we're still going through it. It's difficult because you haven't got that face-to-face personal time you're effectively setting tasks kind of walking through working together we're doing collaborative work and then just kind of going cool got everything you need good luck off you go and if you were on a desk uh, you know a few desks down i could kind of you know peer over your shoulder every now and again and go how's it going but that's kind of tougher in remote kind of environments and i don't want it to feel kind of isolating so yeah how, how have you found that process yeah it's the first time i've done any sort of remote working as well and first time I've been yeah going through this this process I think it's not been as sort of challenging as I thought it would be because you know we still have sort of regularly scheduled tutorials on certain things you know as you would in office and yeah I can still sort of ask questions when I'm stuck on something but I've also just got the opportunity to get my head down and just work through sort of any sort of little challenges that might come up as well sure I think in some ways it builds up a bit of resilience because sometimes as Alex will know uh, we'll arrange a tutorial and there'll be a myriad of technical issues. Yeah. And so through that, you, you then you, know, you learn how to troubleshoot other things, which is quite nice. And I wonder, is that, do you feel like there's a sense of feeling less uh, self-conscious? So a lot of the jobs I had in the past were like sales jobs. And actually that's the most, as an introverted person, they're actually some of the most exposing. When you first start a new job, you pick up the phone for the first time and you know everyone's listening to see how you sound. And that's really intimidating and if you're kind of in a remote environment well actually you can kind of do that in your own time at your own pace and not feel like anyone's kind of peering over your shoulder so i wonder if that's been something you've noticed at all i mean maybe i might be way off the mark there but i'm interested yeah yeah i think yeah it goes back to that sort of i can be set a task and i can get on with it i'm not sort of looking around to see who's noticing what i'm doing or um you know if i click a new tab to do some research 
I'm not sort of wondering, oh, is everyone going to think that I'm still doing work? Because I am doing work. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're definitely sort of less worried about those sorts of things, which is definitely sort of a bit of a relief. Yeah, having also worked in sales jobs and other offices, I think sometimes, yeah, it can sort of put you off doing some tasks. Yeah, like say, answering the phone. Because when you've got a, a single line that anyone can answer, sometimes it's easy just to let it ring a few more times until someone gets annoyed enough to pick it up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's interesting that you say that. Some of these things are kind of echoed in the article insofar as you can be more discreet. But an interesting flip side to that is that this is from a BBC article, one of the Work Life series which we've talked about before. But in the article, they have an example of a woman who's just started a, a company. She's 22 years old. And she said that the onus is on her to be more of an advocate for herself mm. when it comes to learning things and sort of reaching out and asking for help. Because I agree, Ryan, I do like the fact that I can sit there and kind of sweat a problem out and just generally mouth obscenities at the screen and nobody around me is going, you know, wondering what's up. But at the same time, you do have to be... You just you just mouth obscenities? I, I do, which probably makes me look utterly insane to anyone who can even, like, see me. Yeah, right. I scream them at the top of my lungs. Um, it's very cathartic. I encourage it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So... The ending quote, and I think it's a good note to end on, is one of the people they talk to say that what they're trying to do is just reimagine what they expected out of work and what you may have hoped from your first job over a year ago. It would kind of it'd be a bit silly to expect that, yeah. given the way the world is at the moment. So it's more a case of figuring out what do we have control over now and trying to make the most of that rather than trying to conform to this stereotypical idea of you know your first big job. Yeah. No, I think that's really interesting. And actually, I was going to ask you, Ryan, at the start, like, what was your expectation and what's the sort of result been? Yeah, I think having listened to a few of the other episodes in my sort of research for the job, I think I sort of maybe grounded myself a bit into what working from home is actually like and working remotely. From that, I sort of kept focusing on the, the positive aspects of it, having the sort of freedom to do the work at my own pace as long as it gets done. And then I'd think about sort of the other benefits that it allows me so I can save more money because I'm, you know, I'm back home at the minute. Um, in terms of the, the work, I already realized there were going to be some little hiccups with technical things because there always is. And I expected that those things might take you know a few more minutes than it would at an office to iron them out. So it's not been any more difficult than I expected it to be, which is I think is, is yeah, good. That is, that is certainly good. Cool. So that's it for today. Again, we will link up the article that we've been discussing in the show notes if you'd like to take a look. If you're younger or new to a job, love to know kind of what your experience has been and how you're finding uh, remote work and adjusting to, to kind of new jobs. Let us know at wfh at lowerstreet.co. Uh, and if your story is interesting enough, we might like to chat to you on the show even. Um, we would uh, love to hear from you. In the meantime, if you enjoyed this episode, one thing we would absolutely love is a review in uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening, that would be hugely helpful. And for a bit of inspiration, Alex, what would what would what would you review today's episode as? Do you think? I would say, wow, that's a good podcast. <laughs> I've told all my friends and have subscribed. Four out of five stars. <laughs> Four out of five stars. <laughs> Brutal. Brutal. Uh, well, I mean, that sounds like an entirely non-biased and uh, an authentic review. And that is exactly the kind of review we're looking for from you. Um, so, yeah, please do. It really would help us out. 
As ever, we'll be back every Monday, Wednesday and Friday with fresh episodes. Thanks very much for listening. 